Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. A new interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden. Upstate New York uh, on this chilly December afternoon as we're, you know, hurtling toward Christmas. And uh, sure, Jamal Murphy, my friend and co-host down in Brooklyn, getting ready for Santa Claus. I know that uh, your sons are like chomping at the bit for Santa Claus. So oh, yeah. how's, how's it going? It's going. It's going. Yeah, you just reminded me. I gotta go go to Target and pick some stuff up and sneak it in the house. So Target. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta go to Target. Oh, kids don't play that stuff. Only on Target shopping for me. <laughs> and, uh, hey man, you know they got they got some nice stuff there. You know some uh, you know like bikes and stuff like that. You know. So what is, what is Santa Claus gonna get? Yeah, I'm, you know, like I, I'm looking at look Santa Claus looking at a little bike for uh, for Kareem. Gotta make sure he doesn't listen to this podcast. Gotta keep keep him away from the keep him away from this podcast. But uh, you know, uh, and then you know, just more toys for the little one to to uh, further clutter up the house. Right, exactly. Oh, funny. You got when you go to get him the dog? Oh, you already got a dog, right? No, we had it. We had a dog, uh, Coco. It was a, a small dog, a cockapoo. It was really my wife's dog. I like to say, um, but. Unfortunately, Coco passed about a mm. about you know a few months to a year ago, so there has been talk of getting another getting an, another dog. I'm not I'm not really an animal person, you know. <laughs> and then I get I get stuck with the well, you got to do all of walking the dog at night and all that kind of stuff. But um, you know, I, I, I'll I'll uh, cave on that one. You know, it's good. I guess it's good for the kids, and uh, you know, the wife's the boss as usual. Yeah. Well, it's unusual, you know. You know, the wife wants one. Usually, it's the guy who wants the dog. The <laughs> wife is like, you know, okay. Yeah, not not here, not here. I could do I could do without all animals. Yeah, well, forget that. This is going to be your dog. Right, right. The coldest day of February, and the dogs are right there. They come right to the bed. <laughs> the yeah, they, they don't. They don't measure. play around. They, they they know how to get in the way for sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's a relatively slow sports week, except uh, although it's few 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 days late. But we have to talk about the New England Patriots' victory 
over uh, over uh, Buffalo right. on Monday Night Football. Everybody still talk about it. Who would have thought that a game where there's only four passes and supposedly a pass happy league? This mm. guy Belichick decides to run the ball forty something <laughs> times, only three passes. Right. I'm sure that people like did they punk? Did they just punk Buffalo? You know, I mean they. They they just said fuck it, man. We know you guys can't defend a run, yeah. And you're trying to force. I mean, it was amazing at first. I'm like, look at the first half. Is this guy going to throw? He may have thrown once. Hey, hey, like, no, he's not. I'm like, wow, man, it's pretty amazing. I don't know if it set the game back, or now everybody, now everybody's going to start running the ball. You know, everybody's going to start getting back to running the ball. Running backs are going to see their value go up. Because you can see what happens if you could just basically run the ball down somebody's throat. Right. I mean, it, this is a, it was a fascinating game to me. You know, like I was like, yo, I couldn't believe this. I, you know, I've never seen a game like that as far as I can remember. Since it, 1922. Right. And I, was, I wasn't around then. So I, I, I'm not used to this. And especially, like you said, nowadays, it's pass happy. Right. You know, running backs don't even matter anymore. And you, right. and you had this happen, and it was it was just fascinating. On so there were so many storylines coming out of this to me. It's like you said, is it you know did they punk the Bills? Why couldn't the Bills stop this? You knew it was coming. It was, they it's knew also, it was coming. You knew it was coming. Belichick, just like you know, what kind of what kind of ego do you have to have to even try something <laughs> like this? And it was a close yeah, we're not, game. We're not, we're not like gonna, what if what if they lost? Like what you know what if they lose by you know. Buffalo had a chance at the end. What if they lose? Like, what, what is Belichick saying then? You didn't even want you couldn't throw the ball a couple times. And then Mac Jones, like, like, is it? Are you are you showing confidence in him? Is that is this a was that a good thing for Mac Jones? Are you are you saying? You know, everybody's been heaping all this praise on Mac Jones. He's so great for a rookie. He's so so smart. He can he's throw. He's so accurate. But you don't trust him to throw the ball more than three four times in a game. No, he doesn't. (laughs) You know, I don't want to. Yeah, that's what he's saying is that I know that you guys, you got this great secondary and you wait to devour this guy, you know, and guess what? I'm not going to let you, you know, and and, and I guess you you run. They say, wait a minute, they can't stop. They can't stop the fucking run. You know, again, I mean, you know, you know, third and 15. I mean, ridiculous situations (laughs) (laughs) that you run and make it (laughs) and get it. Yeah, no, it was it was crazy. I kept thinking, I kept waiting for like the play action pass. Right. And I was I like, know. once he ran about eight, nine, ten, I was like, okay, it's coming, it's coming. They're gonna some play action, deep throw, touchdown or something. But but no, it never it never happened. And and the it's so funny to me that Mac Jones, you know, he's he's like a cause now, you know, yeah. like. You know, for people who are pro Mac Jones, he's so smart, this and that, you know, t- uh, prototypical quarterback, you know, doesn't run, all this kind of stuff. So it's almost like he's a cause for people's beliefs now. But that, but it was so right. funny, the spin that came from, I heard I heard some outlandish spin coming from people, from a Mac Jones fan saying, oh, well, you know, he, uh, you know, it was, it takes a special kind of quarterback to allow that to not complain about it and to just go with it. And, and still, he still led his team to victory. I'm like, what? He's not like these black guys, these black guys running all over the place, you know, give me this guy anytime. Right. Right. And I'm like, what do you, Belichick would have never done that to maybe, maybe in that first year 
that Brady took over, right? I guess you can only do that to like a young rookie quarterback unless he's just not good. I, know. I wonder, I didn't hear what Aaron Rodgers or anybody said. I was curious what the, what the old guys said about that. Well, if they were in a game and they would not, and said, no, we're not letting you pass. You know, we're not letting you pass, you know? Well, I was watching, you know, I watch on, for Monday Night Football now, I watch the, the Peyton Manning brothers. Yeah. Uh, I watch that simulcast of the, of the, of the, of the game, because I like to hear Peyton and Eli talking football, you know, I mean, two, two great players, um, you know, so you get a lot of insight into it. And it was funny, their reaction, they were, they were basically making fun of the situation. They were making fun of Mac Jones. Like, oh, is, he must be really tired from handing the ball off every oh, yeah. time. Like, like I, I, damn, can you get one pat? Like, you know, they, I don't think they could believe it. They couldn't believe and, it. Uh, Cause I saw it twice. I taped it. I watched the, the regular game first. And then I watched the, the man. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. You don't I like watched the it. It's a very, the Manny. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. Cause you know, they're going to put somebody out of business, the Monday night crew. But, I, but at the end they said, he didn't even have to shower. He'd get right on the plane. You know, Mac Jones get right on the plane. <laughs> yeah, he have to shower. They were, they were kind of, you're right, they were kind of fucking with him, you know. You know, because, I mean, it's never, the shit has never happened. Right. You have to go back to, like, some ridiculous 1975 or some shit, you know. Right. Yeah, they were fucking with him. They were like, you know, a couple times they said, you know, he 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 was he did a beautiful job handing that ball off. Yeah. You know, he, he, perfect handoffs. <laughs> <Look at that laughs> form. Great form that on that handoff. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i mean it, it's it was really it's really unbelievable it's funny that you talk about the manning show in general i mean they're both it's they're both on espn you know espn and espn too it's almost like you know i don't i don't watch the regular broadcast anymore so it's definitely taking eyes away from the main broadcast it's, it's a weird dynamic that you know it's the same channel doing this do you know you're yeah. you're doing this to one show it's yeah, a cannibalizing. Yeah, I, and I wonder what I wonder what the three guys in the booth, including the, the one brother who's there, <laughs> right, Louis, know, Louis Riddick, Louis Riddick. You know, I'm wondering what that thing. I know I, I read some comments, and they they're all polite, right? But I'm like, you're basically grabbing viewers, and then you're getting like fucking, you know, uh, next thing you'll get like fucking Donald. Trump on the fucking show, you know. Uh, that's true. That, that's true. I'll, I'll boycott it then. I, I, I'll, I'll go back to the main. If they bring Trump on, I'll, I'll watch the main. I'm sure it came up. Guy. Somebody, somebody said, "No, we even we can't do that." Right, right. I, I hope. I hope. Somebody may have thought, "What, man? What would you think if somebody said, no, bad idea, bad idea." <laughs> they'll get they'll get canceled by fifty percent of of the country. Yeah, they got they had David Letterman on, so it's yes. kind of unique. It's a unique concept, you know. Yeah. I'm just, you know, but it's only those two guys, I guess. Now, maybe what they'll do next is they'll have when Tom Brady found it, or maybe they have Tom Brady do it. Well, Tom he was, Brady and he was and a guest Aaron on Aaron Rodgers. He was a he was a guest on uh, Tom Brady a couple of times. No, no, one oh, time. Is that right? Yeah, he was on it like a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, they've had all kinds of people. They had Draymond Green was on there. You know, they they I get. Saw, I saw that one. Yeah, they get whoever they pretty much want. So. Except, guess who they did not get? Mac, Mac they didn't Jones. get Mac Jones. <laughs> he, he declined. <laughs> he declined. I, I saw on this telecast, he said something. Uh, Eli said something. Yeah, the guy didn't text me back or something. Like that. <laughs> he made, he, made he got blown off by this rookie. Right. 
Right. So, you know, I mean, it's he's he Belichick Belichick is molding him. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, you know, there's no love lost between Manning and Belichick. I mean, no, no, no. You know, I'm no, sure no. they had, I mean, they had their knockdown, drag out battles. Right. You know? So I'm sure. And, and know, even I, on that show, Manning has made a couple of comments about, you know, whenever he played the Patriots, he made, he didn't, he wouldn't, he made sure he didn't have discussions by his locker. He would go into the shower to, <laughs> to talk football. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said he didn't he, yeah he he didn't trust the the Patriots uh, visitors locker room at all so he's made a couple <laughs> of jokes about that oh now I said I'm sure that's not endeared him to Patriot Nation right exactly this is probably why Mac Jones blew him off exactly he had, he had strict orders to to blow them off if they called right you are not to be on that show <laughs> because we want one time he may get that we're going to run the ball forty six times. Oh man. So it was and then and then fast forward, the other intriguing game was yesterday, uh Thursday night football, uh, where you know the Minnesota Vikings jumped off to what it was like a 29 to 3 lead or some ridiculous 20, league. 29 nothing, I think. 29 nothing. Yep. Some told said these guys, man, you know, you could just tell all of a sudden he turned a whole lot of people into Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Because you know. Particularly as they gradually start creeping back, right, you know? right, and right. Like, it's unbelievable, and they actually had a chance to like tie the game, right. And the fun, the funny thing was this: the the betting, the spread was three and a half. So once they started to come back, I think everybody was hoping, you know, because a lot of people took Pittsburgh to at least make to keep it a close game because you always feel like Pittsburgh's going to stay in the game. And Tomlin, you know, they they always find a way to win games they're not supposed to, or at least keep it close. So I think. You know, I was watching it like it'd be it'd be very funny if they could just at least get it to within three at the end. And they had a chance that last uh, pass to the tight end uh, gets broken up. But I mean, they had, they were right there. They they had a chance to come back from twenty nine nothing. And it just I mean, the Vikings do this every week. They just can't get out of their own way. I think all their seven losses I think were by combined twenty eight points or something ridiculous. So right. and how many times have we lost on the last play of the game? Right. You know, against Detroit, last play of the game. Right. Here, they could have lost on the last play of the game. You know, the, the tight end just got punished. I mean, yeah. that would have been a great catch, but they just yeah. like totally punished him. You know? Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, it was a great defensive play, really. I mean, the guy, the safety came in and just raked the ball out of his hands and they hit him at the same time. So it was yeah. it was anything, it was far from a drop. Um, yeah. I can't, you can't blame the tight end for that. Even though, you know, Ben put it right on the money. It's just, you know, sometimes it was just a great defensive play. Yeah, I was I was looking for it to go in overtime. You know, why, why not? <laughs> right. you know? Uh, right. Even though I was still pissed off at Pittsburgh for beating Baltimore the week before. You know, right. where Lamar, Lamar couldn't make the play. Yeah. You know, where Lamar couldn't make the play, a tight end couldn't make the play. You know, neither yeah. one made it me. The two. Yeah. What did you think about that decision? Uh, them going for two, uh, game. Well, I, you know, I they could have tied it with the extra that. point. You didn't care. Yeah, I would. I would have done it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and Tomlin said afterward because you know, the Ravens are driven by analytics. Mm. And Tomlin said, "No, I wasn't surprised they went. I mean, that's who they are. You know, we knew they were going to do it. You know, mm. analytics. We knew they were going to do it. <laughs> Is that was I that a know. shot? You think that was a shot? I think you know." Maybe a little bit somewhere there that you play the game by analytics, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that's what you're going to do. So what the hell are they going to do? Because they always do it, you know. Right. So you you play the game by analytics, 
So, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I when I saw when when they were doing that, I was I didn't like the call in the moment. I'm sure if they, if they make it, then it's a whole different story, right? But right. in the moment, I didn't like it because I just I just feel like, you know, if you're the be- if you're the better team, you should feel you know you should feel like you're going to win and with an extra period. And you got a field goal kick it, kick it from like you know right. from like 95 yards out. <laughs> right. 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 You, know, you, you know, you get like 10 yards from the 50 yard line. Right. And you're in range. You know? Yeah. 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 So that um, was a little surprising, but uh, you know his. Uh, Harbaugh's excuse after the game was uh, injuries. He said, yeah. you know, he, it was like he said his cornerbacks were hurt. He didn't feel like he had enough, uh, you know, enough healthy players to go through it over. I'm not buying that, honestly. I think that's that's just an excuse. Uh, what are they going to do this week? You know, I mean, yeah, you know, they, know. They, you had to, I mean, it's football. You, you got guys, you, you know, you got enough guys to put out there. You can put a wide receiver and play quarterback if you have to. <laughs> right. You know, the NFL now. You know, we're coming down that stretch run, and it's pretty intriguing in terms of, uh, you know, the top of each each division. You know, you got the the AFC, you got New England. Uh, obviously, we just talked about them. Baltimore with Lamar. You got Kansas City with Mahomes. Then in the A- NFC, you got Kyler Murray in Arizona, Green Bay with with Aaron Rodgers, Tampa Bay with Brady, Dallas. I mean, these are all you know leading. They're all leading their divisions. Who do who do you like at this point? Look, you're, I'm, I know you're glad that the Rams are, are kind of oh, on the outside looking in. <laughs> uh, they, they, they play Arizona, right? Right. right. They play Arizona. Yeah, that's a big uh, game. Monday Buffalo, night. Yeah, Monday. Night, that's going to be great. Then Buffalo goes into Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, the DVRs and stuff. I'm going to be in Winston Salem, North Carolina, um, on Monday. Uh, I'm being inducted into the Sports Media, uh, Sports Media Association Hall of Fame in Winston Salem. Oh wow, Winston Salem uh, Monday. So okay, I'm, yeah, congratulations. So I'm have to, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm going to have to DVR that and play. And I'm traveling on Sunday, so mm. I'm going to have to like record a lot of stuff. You know? <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm really surprised at the extent to which I've really watched NFL football. I mean, like, look forward to it. Right, know? right. I want to say, you know, COVID, COVID-related, you know, just, you know, you know diversions. You right. Know? I mean, it's the, you know, it's the greatest uh, reality show there is, you know, sports in general. But, you know, NFL, you know, NFL rules. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm, you know, every Sunday I'm watching, and if I'm gone, I'm just trying to sneak a peek. On, on and whatever mm-hmm. device I have <laughs> next to me, yeah. so or, or I'm in the car listening to NFL radio. You know, I'm always know. I'm always up on what's going on with the NFL. They, you know, like it's, you know they got us hooked. What can you say? What can you say? You know, I did watch a little bit of uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched um, the Lakers beat the Celtics, right. beat up the Celtics right. a couple of months ago, and, and actually, actually, I watched. Uh, uh, the Nets beat up on uh, Dallas a couple right. of days. I'm, I'm kind of glancing at the NBA. I haven't quite, you know, gone all in yet. Right. I'm sure. That yeah, which will. is yeah, which is smart at this point because you know you got the trade deadline coming up, so teams will be you know probably look a little different the second half of the season, uh, and then we'll get to see exactly you know what what is what the NBA is shaping up to look like. Uh, but you know, I mean, 
right now, and it's funny, you watch the Lakers beat up on, on the Celtics, and then last night they got beat up by, by the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So right. the, the Lakers are a mess. You know, that's the, that's a, I'm pretty confident that, that they're not going anywhere. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't see it. I just don't, the makeup of the team, you got, I mean, you know, Westbrook, I mean, just, you know, a bunch of, like the Knicks, remember that the Knicks used to do, always get these, always get stars right. out, out right. You know, after their prime. You know, this, right. that, that's what they surrounded. They surrounded 37-year-old LeBron, who's, don't get me wrong, when he's healthy, he still has it, but he's older. And he's, you know, he's obviously he's not healthy as like he used to be, uh, yeah. but you surround him with all these older guys. I don't know. I don't think. And they, and when they won the championship a couple of years ago, it was, it was because they had defensive minded players and they don't have that anymore. And then now, you know, you just added egos to the mix. I just, I just don't see it at all. Yeah. So who, who do you have? Uh, uh, geriatric scene. Uh you know, Russell Westbrook, you got Carmelo. Yeah, you got Ru- you got Russell Westbrook, you got LeBron, Carmelo, AD, who's only 27, but he, he doesn't look like he's into it. Seems like he's done. He's I won the championship. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, that, I mean that's how he's playing. Yeah, we I still haven't seen, you know, when he was dominating with, with the Pelicans, I haven't seen that version of him since uh, you know, since he got to the Lakers, and I guess we saw glimpses of it when they won in the bubble. He was great defensively, but even you know he hasn't taken over completely like you thought he would. And, and LeBron could be like that second fiddle. And I heard a good point uh, from someone the other day about you know them bringing in dominant personalities like Westbrook and Melo only makes him shrink even more because that's not really his his personality, right? You're bringing in these guys that that are going to demand shots themselves. So you just continue to take to take shots away from AD if he were going to step up. Right. If he right. Yeah. So that's you know, but you know, he just maybe we never know. I mean, you know, if they turn around and win a title, if they win a title, he's going to have to be a major part of it. Yeah. Put it like that. Yeah. You know? He'd have to he'd have to dominate. But I, you know, I just, I just don't, I don't see it. I mean, I'm watching them. They just, I mean, you, like, like we're saying, these are older guys, and and the and the league is is packed with talent and younger talent now, so you can just see it. You know, these even with LeBron. I mean, there was a time LeBron, and you know, even like four years ago, there was a time he would step on the court and he could just dominate physically and athletically. He he was by far the the most athletic physical guy on the court every night and that's not the case anymore now he's now he's shooting three-pointers you know he's more (laughs) he has to change his game so he can't just go out there you know now you got guys who are trying to dunk on him not the other way around exactly well you know even the guy in detroit remember who's going to like flatten right (laughs) right right it's like open season right you know yeah so yeah um but do you think how the clippers do you think i mean it would probably spend a little more time than I thought on, on the NBA, but you say that they're not going to do anything, but what about the Clippers? What about, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like they got somebody breathing down their neck. Yeah. Golden State, yes. Well, yeah, well a, yeah, and I guess Phoenix, yes. Yeah, that's a good point, though, because the, their only saving grace is pro- – the Lakers' only saving grace is probably that the West is kind of weak this year compared compared to other, other years. Denver is decimated with injuries. Uh, the Clippers, Kawhi is not playing this year. Uh, 
you know, so, but you do have Golden State who kind of came out of nowhere. No one really expected Golden State to be this good uh, so soon, even when without Clay Thompson back. But they're the favorite. To me, Golden State and, and like you said, Phoenix are the favorites. To me, that those two are light years ahead of the Lakers right now. I think, you know, I think the Lakers could mess around if they get their act together and be a top four team, but I don't think they can really compete with Golden State or Phoenix. Remember, Phoenix beat them last year in the playoffs. And Phoenix is kind of even better this year. And and Golden State, you know, very good this year. The East looks a little stronger than than it, than it usually is. So, you know, but like you said, it's early in the season. We got to kind of let things shake out a little more. But I, but early in all, I'm taking a shovel to the Lakers. I just don't, I, you know, I've seen enough for the Lakers to, to really be confident that they're not championship contenders. Yeah. Well, I won't write them off yet. <laughs> I hear you. you know, it, it's, we're not even. Let's talk about this. You know, all-star game is sort of, right to me, when the clock starts ticking. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off. Priced so they won't have to. They really do make an outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Uh, so what else we got in the, in the world of sports? Um, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, um, you know, and his son. Yeah. Coming back, they're going to yeah. play uh, in this, what, PNC championship next week, right? December 18th. Yeah, start, starts next week. So I guess that's his first. And I think the last competitive golf he played was this same event uh last year i guess or was it was it last year or two years ago yeah it was it was last year uh tiger woods and charlie his son his 12 year old son well he's 12 year old 12 years old now but last year uh woods and his son came in seventh in the same in the same tournament so yes i wonder if he's going to get on him come on charlie you can do better than that (laughs) probably his father used to get on him right yeah, that'll be interesting. I wonder how far Charlie will go. That'll be something to look at in the next 10 years. Right. You know, where, how, because how old is Charlie? 12. So, the next 10 years, I mean, right now it's cute. Right. You know, but there'll come a point, you know, when the pressure is going to start mounting. So, you know, are you going to be like your dad? Are you going to be anything like your dad? Right. And that and that's really starts in about four or five years, that real pressure. Once he's about 16, 17, then it gets real. Like, okay, is this kid, you know, is he getting scholarships to to play golf? Is he gonna go straight straight to the pros? Like it will he be at that level? So we'll know within four or five years. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to get a Scott Tiger. That's true. I mean, not that he needs a scholarship. I'm just saying, if if all the schools want him to play golf there, maybe he should go to A and T and play with. Uh, uh, well, what's the name? He may still be there. J.R. Uh, Smith. J.R. Smith. 
I think he's still there. I haven't heard. I haven't heard as much as I was uh, the you know the first couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure he's still there. How Jr. is doing? You know how he's doing at A and T. Yeah, I mean, is he competing? Yeah, he was competing. He was he was playing golf, and he was he was uh, all over social media uh, talking about you know it was so great. This the college experience for him because remember he never went to college. He went to he went to the pros straight from high school. Um, so the the whole college experience was was new to him, and he was talking about having to write, you know, having to submit papers and do research. So and he was enjoying it. So I wonder if he's enjoying it now. <laughs> you're, you're like a millionaire or whatever, you know. Right. And he said, you know what? I don't need this. Yeah. Right. Right. But you know, you know, he's his his uh, off campus living situation is probably better than much better than the the normal kid. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I wonder how, how A&T is doing in golf. Oh, they say this was uh, October 24th. JR makes his NC A&T golf debut and breaks record. Uh, no, he makes his, but somebody else breaks records. I did see a clip of him where he, he, he like stepped on a beehive and got stung on, on the course. Isn't that right? <laughs> So you know, it's, it's it sounds like it's been a little up and down as far as golf is concerned for him. But, I don't know. Uh, I wonder if he thought that he was going to go there and just kind of blow everybody away. Yeah, no, yeah. It doesn't look like he's. It doesn't sound like he's done that. You know, but he was known. He was known as a as a as a solid golfer in in terms of you know he play, he was playing every day and and he was known to be pretty good among amongst other NBA players. Right, but. Does that mean you could compete uh, at the college level, right? You know, and be on the golf team, right? I got We got to. We got to check those stats. Those golf stats. I, I think. I think we ought to do a, a check-in, on a J.R. Smith check-in. How <laughs> is he doing in golf, and how is J.R. Smith doing in golf? Right. And speaking of check-ins, before we go, um, we talked about the NFL, but we didn't do our quarterback rankings. Has, has there been much change in our black? Black quarterback power rankings, small small changes, uh, and and the big one is we got a new number one, and it's really just because he came back and, and he's healthy now, and that's Kyler Murray. Oh wow! Uh, and and he got Arizona. He has them at ten and two. He came back last week, had a solid game, two touchdowns against uh, the no, Bears. Yeah, no interception. Yeah, at you know at Chicago, not not great weather, so he, you know he, he had to run around a little bit. So the key was he showed he was healthy. And and all and the real key is that Arizona has the best record in the NFL. So um I gotta put Kyler Murray back at the one spot. Then number two, Dak, eight and four. Uh they won at New Orleans last Thursday. He had 238 yards, a, a touchdown and interception. People have been a little down on Dallas lately, saying he hasn't been playing as well as he did early in early early in the season. But you know, I mean that's this is the NFL season. This is how it goes. It is, it is They've coach. had a lot of injuries. The coach, coach got COVID, whole team. You know, we didn't talk about that, but the entire NFL and NBA have been have been ravaged by COVID in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, what does that mean? Does that mean the guys are like partying and just saying fuck it and just throwing caution to the wind? What is this? Because they just say someone comes out with COVID. I'm like saying, well what does that mean? Does that mean that Guys are just out and about, and just. But we know, know, yeah, we know they're out and about more than the average person, right? Because they have to be. They're traveling, they're in different states, 
they probably are, you know, to some extent, I'm sure some of them are, are going out and partying. I mean, it's not like this country's shut down anymore. Uh, so I, I do, I think it's a sign that the, that the, the, that the virus is really out there and we got these variants, you still have the Delta variant, you got the Omicron uh, variant. And I think, you know, for the, for everyday people, I think we, we should look at, you know, what's going on with these athletes and it's showing us that, that this virus is out there. You got guys who are vaccinated, still getting it. You got people who are not vaccinated getting it. Um, I mean, you got NBA teams, the Bulls had four or five guys, including DeMar DeRozan, um, that had to be shut down. The Charlotte Hornets had four or five guys, including uh, LaMelo Ball, you know, who hasn't played in the last you know week or so. So it's all over the league. Uh, Masai Ujiri got it. Wow. Uh, the coach, uh, Rick Carlisle from the Indiana Pacers just came down with it. And he's, vac- he's completely vaccinated with the booster. So it's out there. And NFL-wise, just as bad. I mean, I, you know, I play fantasy football. Half my guys have COVID. I can't, I can't play them. So it's, it's, it's affected my life, you know. <laughs> so what do you, what do you make of that? We need to have, we need to have a couple of doctors on next, next show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I get Dr. Price on. Got to get as, as medical profession. What do they make of all this? You know, all these athletes uh, just coming down with this stuff like. And, and you're right. And what does that say to the rest of us? Right. It's, it's out there. And, you know, I mean, the, I mean, you got a bunch of athletes in each other's face, you know, all day in other, you know, playing against other players uh, and like, you know, just traveling. It's it's bound to happen. You know, I just I just feel like they're the they're the they're the people that are out there, you know, all you know, in all different types of situations. And the virus, and, and it's the winter now, uh, so you're inside more. It's just, it's I, to me, it just shows me that this, the, you know, it's it's out there. Be for the average person, just be careful. Keep you know, wear your mask, get vaccinated, and just you know, protect yourself because the the virus is out there. There's no question about it. Hmm. Question: about The virus is out there. Should we be out there? Probably no. We probably shouldn't. But you know that. They're not going to shut down the country again. It's all it's all about the money. We know that. We talked about this, you know, a year ago, a year and change ago when, when the virus first came. And it's here. And we're just trying to navigate through it. But, you know, I mean, you know, we got, I got kids and in, in young kids in school. I worry about it in that situation. It's, uh, wow. you know, still out here. Yeah. Wow. Well, on that sobering yeah. note. On that sobering uh-huh. note. I'll go back. The first two were, uh, like I said, Kyler Murray one, black QB power rankings. Kyler Murray one, Dak two, Mahomes steady at three, eight and four. Had a rough game last week against Denver, but they won. Lamar is number four, uh, eight and four still, but he's been struggling the last few weeks. And like you said, he took that loss last week to Pittsburgh. Couldn't couldn't convert on a two point conversion. He's been struggling a little bit. Russell Wilson had a finally, he's number five. He bounced back, had a, had a good game and finally got a win versus San Francisco. He threw for uh, 230 yards with two TDs. Uh, Bridgewater steady, steady Teddy. He's steady at six. Jalen Hurts seven, Tua eight, Justin Fields nine. And you got Cam bringing up the rear at number 10. He's back, but he's, he's only back. two. He's back, I'm back. <laughs> 
little premature, Cam. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, you know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I can't lie. When, when, he, when he did that I'm back thing, I, I kind of winced a little bit. I was like, I wanted to. I, I winced. Yeah. Because it was just so, it was just so, it almost like, how do I feel? Like, kind of like, oh, come on, man. Really? Right. right. It's, a little, it's a little much, Cam. Right. You know? I uh, guess he really wanted to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't contain it. You know? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, yeah. We, and, we and get, then, we get it. We get it. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, maybe, you know, maybe he breaks out. The, the infamy would be if he got, if he would get benched. Yeah. Because oh, oh. now you look at that, and then you look at Matt Jones, and you're like, shit. You know. Would Would Belichick? Well, I guess if he was there, would they have run? I guess he would have had Cam running too. You know. Oh yeah. He, he Cam would have had about thirty carries that day. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he would. I don't think he would have let Cam throw either. In that, no, he would, yeah, I'm really not gonna let you throw, <laughs> even if you can. So, all right, my brother. Well, listen, we're gonna bring this episode to a close. Um, it was always good catching up. Looking forward to uh, weekend's games. Yep. Looking for, um, you know, uh, looking forward to some NBA stuff. But primarily, we're looking forward to the uh, and and next week in Atlanta, we got the Celebration Bowl, mm. the champions of the MEAC and the SWAC, Deion Sanders, uh, Jackson State uh, uh, Tigers versus Buddy Pugh, South Carolina State Bulldogs, down in Atlanta. I'll be down there. Okay, uh, at the who Celebration you, Bowl. Who you got? Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm kind of pulling for the upset. Okay. Jackson State is heavily favored, right? Because of Dion. and Dion has done a great deal for uh, black college football, right? So you know, um, but you always pull for the underdog. What about uh, Hugh Jackson takes the the Grambling job? Remember, he coached uh, the Browns and the Raiders, and now and he was most recently the offensive coordinator coordinator at Tennessee State. He takes over the Grambling job. What do you think about that? Good luck. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's good. I mean, it, it, I think it gets into this whole thing of these guys, these NFL pro guys taking these HBCU jobs. You know, and Hugh, maybe it's the only way to get back in. Right. You know, because I don't know if it was going to happen for him back in the NFL. Right. So, you know, that's the role that uh, HBCUs play. Um, but yeah, good luck. Good luck. Um, Do you see. Do you see any kind of, do you see like, is it too much to say there might be a, like a HBCU football resurgence or, or no? I think it could be mm -hmm. um, a resurgence in, in one way, not what it was in the sixties. Right. You know, but it could just be, um, you know, you kind of find your footing, you compete with each other. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Cause you mm -hmm. still have some schools jump into white conferences. Right. And we'll have to find out. How, how prevalent that's going to become, you know. Um, but uh, we'll see. Before we go, uh, thanks to the listeners, to the to the to uh, our loyal listeners. We really appreciate it. Uh, continue listening wherever you get your podcasts, whether Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, et cetera. Uh, follow us on social media, at BrosPod on Twitter, at BrosPod on Instagram and Bill Roden on sports on Facebook. 
And of course, as always, we are brought to you by Bet Online. So go out there and, uh, you know, hopefully you didn't bet on the Steelers plus three and a half like I did. <laughs> yeah, well, get them next week. Yeah, get them next week. Yeah. All right, Jamal. Well, listen, man, have a great uh, enjoy the weekend. Have a strong week. I'll see you next week. And to all of our uh, hundreds of thousands of fans, I'll continue to uh, be safe. And, uh, you know, like like Jamal said, the stuff is still out there. Oh, yeah. So be careful. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. Uh, and uh, pray. <laughs> so, okay, everybody. Uh, be safe, be careful. We'll see you next week, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.